Alright, let's get this shit so steady. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Shut up! And welcome <laughs> to Cusack to the Future. <laughs> I was like, she forgot the name. <laughs> we are your hosts. I'm Grace. I'm John. And we're fucking drunk again. We say again because we've done this before and we literally did this a few days ago when we tried to record this episode a few days ago and uh, technical difficulties, which means my Wi-Fi is really bad. So we lost the whole recording. Yep. So I have to say again. that I'm I'm slightly <laughs> glad we lost that whole recording because I finished a whole bottle of soju during that one mm-hmm. and it got messy, messy. Yeah. It, it, it was, was pretty it was, uh, weird. Uh, what was I drinking? I think I was also drinking soju. Yeah, it was a mess of bottle, a but fucking soju, man. It was a mess of a podcast. <laughs> and I don't think we actually talked about the movie. Yeah, we started talking about um everything but we started talking about social media, <laughs> um, James Bond. We just fucked up. We we're talking about who our favorite Bonds are. Yeah. And then this morning we find out that Sean Connery passed away. Yeah. Yep. And Sean is my my favorite Bond. So that that kind of <sighs> pour for one me, out for Bond. Uh, for me, he was always uh, Indy's dad, mm-hmm. and it, it, it like broke my brain. I was like, Indy's dad is Indiana Jones. Yeah. So like, I don't know. and then like I was like, I think I'm gonna watch The Rock again today. Did you? I watched part of it. I just watched my favorite parts when they yeah. get his haircut and the whole <laughs> shit goes down in that part. And the guy's just like, I just want to know if you like your hair. And I was like, yes. Ooh. I was going to watch Indie today. Oh, yeah. That's another one we yeah. should watch. Maybe later. Yeah. But man, I don't know. That one kind of cut deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why I ended up not watching it. I was just like, oof, not right now. Indie. Yeah. Anyway, how was your week? And uh, I say week, not just a few days since we've talked, but uh, the week since the listeners last heard what we've been up to. How have well, you been? <laughs> well, listeners, today is the day of the harvest blue moon. So happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys. Um, however you all are celebrating or did celebrate this day, I hope you were all safe. We are going to a Zoom party later. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun because we're already sloshed. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. My week was a weird week. Yeah. I I kept thinking. Okay, so on Wednesday, I, I work. The majority of my work happens on Monday and Wednesday. Those are when my classes are. So I'm like busting my ass trying to lesson plan and get it up by the right time and blah, blah, blah. Um, we usually record on Tuesdays, but the last couple of weeks have been kind of tricky. Yeah. Um. So we were like, let's do it on Thursday. We'll be fine. Um. Wednesday, I kept thinking the next day was going to be Friday for some reason. Yeah, I've so lost I was, all sense of time for like months. It was. I had that was the first time that I felt that I lost sense of time because most of the time I have things that ground me. Right. So Monday, um, I get ready for one of my classes at another school. Tuesday, we usually podcast. Wednesday, I get ready for another class at another school. Thursday um, is usually my grading day. 
Friday is Friday. Um, and I usually have, uh, that's the time I get to see my partner. Mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday is the weekend. Whatever happens there, happens there. Um, and then it just repeats again. This week was the first time I was literally like, I have no idea what day it was. Because I was running around crazy. Or mm-hmm. I shouldn't say crazy, but I was running around like disoriented. Because like, um, usually on Tuesdays I have, a, uh, I'm, I'm also in grad school. So like I have an assignment due. And the assignment got postponed because here in California or here in the northern uh, northern part of California, there was blackouts. I didn't experience a blackout, but apparently a bunch of my classmates did. And so our professor um, extended our homework to Friday. But in my weird little weaselly brain, it said, oh, the homework's not due till next Tuesday because homework's always due for on Tuesday for this class. Mm-hmm. Fucking come Wednesday, and I looked at it again, and I was like, oh, shit, it means it's due tomorrow, the October 30th, because for some reason, I thought Halloween was on Friday this year and not Saturday. So I was, like, freaking out and doing all these things, and so I, in my head, I just was just like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess the 31st is on Friday, so I have to do my homework tomorrow, so I have to do all these things, and I was just like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, I was trying to do all these things ahead of time and still somehow didn't do it on time. (laughs) (laughs) The assignment, and if you all are listening and are not in any type of a school right now, school is online and is a clusterfuck. All the assignments are due at weird times, including the ones that I teach. So I'm like, oh, so it's either due on Wednesday at fucking noon. Or like Tuesday at eleven fifty nine, and it's always fifty nine. So all my assignments are all due at fifty nine. So like, is it because of the system? I think so. Because like then, because then, like twelve a.m. becomes like the next day or some shit like that. So we have to do it at fifty nine. Mm. And I'm just like, yo, I don't even know what the fuck day it was. So yesterday, I was like, oh, it's due today. And was just immediately like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing for this assignment. (laughs) I've never done anything. So it took me, of all the hours that I actually was typing and researching and doing that stuff, I did it within, I think, four and a half hours. It took me uh, 10 o'clock at morning till 12 o'clock at night. However long that was. Minus like three hours for lo- for dinner with my friends that I totally forgot that I was going to. So a four and a half hour assignment that I worked on ended up being like a nine and a half hour endeavor. And I got two hours of sleep last night and now I'm like three quarters of a bottle of, bottle of two buck Chuck Zinvendel. <laughs> Recording this goddamn podcast again about a movie that we haven't even said yet. Oh, 2012. <sighs> Welcome to 2012. Fuck this movie. Oh, you just can't get rid of it. So I, that's that's how I feel. Like I just feel disoriented and dissociated. And like last night I couldn't sleep because the moon was so bright that I kept thinking it was daylight. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and then I got to go to the Zoom party later and fucking put lipstick on my face. You're going to dress up as the crow, though, so that's pretty cool. I hope so. I'm making it. I'm hoping that, you know, Rihanna's 
black lipstick makes me look good. But did you buy well, the crow print yet? No, I know I should. You should. But I'm also like treat I, yourself. You work uh, very hard, audience. Grace has worked yeah. very hard, and we should all leave her comments. Uh, send comment on one of the whatever poster uh, I post that week on the Instagram page. Just say, "Hey, Grace, you will work very hard. Go buy that art pr art print that you want." And it's this really cool crow <laughs> art print, which uh, it's one of they your favorite a... movies, or if not yeah. your favorite movie. Yeah, right? it's so, my favorite. There you go. She there's a art print. there's a a red original and a blue variant, and I kind of want both. Right, and it's so just like that's where it's hard for me because, like, as a collector, I'm like, get the variant, <sighs> but I dig the look of the red more. The red looks good, right? I think the red just looks. I don't know. It just looks right for whatever reason, you know? Because yeah. I feel yeah. like the whole look of that movie just. I don't know. It just felt like blues and purples to me. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. But I don't know. How's your week, John? Um, every time you tell me about your week and you say like more than three things, I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Jesus he does so much. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, all right, uh, let's buy up all the Count Chocula at Target before it goes away. <laughs> That's can my I, whole whole thing. Can I say I walked into a GameStop today and I was just like, fuck, I want toys. <laughs> Wait, which GameStop did you go to? The one at Sir, uh, no, not Ceremony. Fucking the one in Colma. I was at Colma today. I was at Target. Where? <laughs> I was in Target. Really? You're probably there at the same time. I was buying my. We went to we went to alcohol. get takeout lunch from Black Black Bear Black Bear Black Big Bear, Brown uh, Diner. <laughs> Big Brown Bear Diner. <laughs> Wait, what is it for real? Black Bear Brown Bear. I have no fucking. Is is Black Black Bear Black okay. Bear? That was like my dad's favorite restaurant. In Portoville, it was, our, it was the family's favorite restaurant because it had like giant ass proportions and we could eat for like dinner, lunch, and breakfast the next day. Mm -hmm. But like we went in today and it was, I was like, we went in and then they're like, oh, it's going to be 10 minutes. And we're like, let's go to the GameStop. Let's go to the Target. We walked back and it wasn't done yet. And I was like, let's go back to the GameStop. <laughs> was there anything cool at GameStop? I didn't go to GameStop. But I um... I want to say there was something I was quasi interested in. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was like, um, it was, so Funko is apparently doing things like fig pins. Oh, yeah. Is that Funko? Yeah, it was, it was Funko, but it was like a fig pin and I got real confused. And then oh. I was like, yo, I want this. But the two guys were talking to two other people and one was a dad of like 14 children. He had so many children. Oh. They're all asking him something. He's like, "Yeah, we're buying a, a Wii. Can you get them all their games they want?" And I was like, "The oh. fuck is going on with your family?" Yeah. Whoa. And then the other guy was helping a girl get, um, or a woman get, um, I don't remember what game she was getting for her family, or either. I was like, she's getting it for a man. I don't know if it was her brother, her father, or her partner. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, "Oh, this is clearly not." For you, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she just kind of came in and was like, "Do you have this game?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, no, that's not for you." <laughs> yeah. But so, what'd you get a target? I I just got a bunch of a uh, spiked Arnold Palmer drinks. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, what else did I get? I found some toys that I wanted. I found those like Ooh. reaction figures from Super Seven. 
and mm-hmm. it was the Marty, future Marty, and future Doc. <gasps> yeah, so Aww. I found those. Um, if you're interested in seeing that, that's going to be on my YouTube channel, YouTube nah, Nerdy Scoundrels. I was like, is it YouTube at Nerdy Scoundrels? Like YouTube slash, YouTube.com slash Nerdy Scoundrels. So that's going to be on there. Because apparently I'm not very good at plugging things that I'm in. No, you were in a fucking reading yesterday. Yeah. And didn't tell anybody. Rude. <laughs> it's really bitch. good piece too. It's from uh, my good buddy Edu, and he he wrote the hell out of that piece. And I was like, God damn! I was like, well, I wish more people saw this. Yeah, That's Bindle's probably just... where I was supposed to plug it. But... Bindle's stupid. Uh, Bindle's stiff studios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is our home away from home this is where john and i met through geek show um uh our friend christina had a horror playwright workshop and so they were reading that yesterday mm-hmm. and john was one of the characters and didn't tell nobody and so my ass had to find something to promote on our social medias and be like hey john is in this please support him but speaking of promoting things, do we have something uh, of other people to promote? We do, listeners. Our awesome, awesome, awesome sister comedy troupe? I'm not yes. entirely... Comedy yeah. troupe? They're called the Granny Cart Gangstas. And they're pretty fucking funny. It's an all-female comedian-ass, like sketch comedy they do a bunch of stuff and they're funny as fuck these women are so amazing um but they're called granny cart gangsters and their show next saturday which is saturday november 7th in the year of our whatever the fuck you want to call this 2020 year Uh um they're having a show called hovid 19 one more time hovid because you gotta yeah, because you got to yeah. be able to get your hoe on somehow, right? Because 2020 is the year of the hoe. Mm-hmm. But so it's COVID 19 colon one sta, uh, one one night stand. Mm. And um, again, this is a virtual event because who is able to go outside of the house this year? Mm-hmm. But it's a Saturday, November 7th at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And you can go to bindlestiffstudio.org slash and just kind of find Granny Cart Gangsters and register through there. Um, it's a sliding scale of 5 to $50. Please support these amazing women and support like Bindlestiff yes. and support the arts, y'all. Yeah. Like people, people don't talk about this enough, but during this time of pandemic, of quarantine, of isolation, of everything, you've been turning to music. You've been turning to movies you've been turning to streaming services and you've been turning to like community-based readings performances and all the stuff that's happening on twitch and zoom so like please support these folks who are providing this content because we need it yeah just please don't let these things go away you know it's really important so and it's a one night only thing and i'm i'm telling you yo like this is gonna be funny as fuck yeah i remember um their show, the Granny Cart Gangsters, one of their one of their shows before Geek Show Two, like they had their run right before Geek Show Two happened. Yeah, and their show was the first show I actually saw at really uh, Bindlestiff, and nice. I went to their closing night. And I remember that was like so much energy. I was just like, 
this is amazing. And I, like, that freaked me out so much more for Show <laughs> 2. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I was like, I can't do this. Dude, we got amazing folks in there. Like my homegirl, yeah. Sunshine. I used to teach with her back in the day at the high school. Um, our friend Kat is in it. My homegirl, Aura, is in it. So, like, please, please, please support these amazing women. And they're funny as fuck. Yeah. Like my... One of my homegirls, Nick, lives right next to a church. And guess what they did? They did a fucking sketch right next to the church, right in front of it. And I was just like, this is fucking amazing. I love all of them. I love so all good. of them. They are so funny. So They're raunchy as fuck. It's yeah. so good. So please, again, org. Go to events. And it's COVID. Mm-hmm. Like COVID with an H because you a hoe. Yeah. And it's just, please support them. We love them so much. Yeah. But man, you know what we didn't love though this week? 2012. This fucking movie. Hence, we're not going to talk about it yet because let's talk about Halloween movies. (laughs) (laughs) What is Um, your favorite Halloween movie? Okay, so Halloween movies have to have Halloween as part of it? I don't think so. Or just spooky as part of it? I don't think so. I think like seasonal holiday movies could be whatever you want like i classify like christmas movie as die hard batman returns Mm. um you know so Mm -hmm. i feel like it's whatever you want to watch during that time yeah you know so but with that said i'm not like i'm definitely more of a christmas movie guy than a halloween movie guy really yeah there's only one movie I watch during Christmas time, and Christmas starts tomorrow. I don't care about all you motherfuckers who are like the day after Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving doesn't happen in this house. <laughs> what's your Christmas what's your, happens what's your in Christmas this movie? house? What's your one Christmas movie? White Christmas. What's White Christmas? With Bing Crosby, you've never seen it. I am offended. <laughs> we need to watch that together. That'll be a Twitch stream exclusive. Okay. But yeah, no, that is one of my favorite Christmas movies. And then I guess like, what's that English ass movie? Love Actually. Maybe that one. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, that's my Christmas movie. When does Christmas start for you? Does it start tomorrow or does it start after Thanksgiving on Black Friday? Mm, I For me, it's when I start seeing Christmas trees. I'm like, oh, it's Christmas time. When the fuck is that? I don't know the last time I had an actual Christmas tree. Not not necessarily Christmas trees in the house that I'm living in. It's just when I start seeing Christmas trees everywhere. Mm. Or you well, start- then that would be like last week because they started putting Christmas shit up last week. Y'all know that, right? Because I walked into Target and I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> Let me have Halloween first, you bastards. So do you, what about Nightmare Before Christmas? Is that, that is a, Christmas a movie or that's Halloween a both movie? for me. Uh, for me, it's more, it's more Halloween. Okay. Because Halloween is my favorite time to go to Disneyland. Hmm. Because I don't know. It's I I like Disneyland at Halloween rather than Christmas time. I see. I haven't been to Disneyland since I was nine. So oh, we're going. Know. Fuck you. We're go. going. I'm, I'm gonna make go. you go three times next year. I don't care about Corona. Well, yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take that back. Let me take that back. We will go when it is safe and amazing, and I will still wear my my masks and my gloves and not touch a damn thing. But like, we will go because we were supposed to go to 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 Disney for my birthday. Yeah, and I was supposed to uh, 
Yeah, use my <laughs> Yeah, we were but, supposed to because I used to have season passes. Yeah. I just found out how expensive season passes are for Disney. A thousand dollars. It used what to be six hundred. What the fuck? It used to per when I, Yeah, a thousand dollars. How much is it? That's for that's not the deluxe that has blackout dates. So back before they raised it to a thousand dollars, when it was six hundred dollars, I was able to afford it because I used to go three times a year. Like I would go for my birthday, and my partner's birthday. We'd go to. Thanks. Oh no, not Thanksgiving for Halloween, and then we go for Christmas. And if a ticket is a hundred dollars, and I went four times a year, and four times a year means a whole goddamn weekend, mm-hmm. then I was like spend. So I was paying for what thirteen passes when yeah. I could have been paying for half of that for six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So we're like, hey, let's get, let's get you know season tickets so i was a season ticket holder until they went up to a thousand dollars and i was like fuck you in your face yeah because my cousin and his girlfriend like way before they because they moved to SoCal. that's the one i went to visit in san diego so yeah. when i went to see them a few weeks ago they, they were talking because they're both really big disney people so yeah. when when they were still living in sacramento they were just like yeah and then we when we uh started dating and then we both bought season passes we would just drive to, to la to make our season passes worth it. yeah and yeah i was like well how, what and i was like how much did you what? i was like how much do you guys pay to make it worth it that you guys would just take date because they would take day trips and all of this was very foreign to me i was like what do you mean just day trips to la no, yeah, yeah i would do that because my sister lives in la so i would just crash at her place and be like hey i'm gonna visit you and then go to disneyland like when I had the season pass, I would go to Disneyland literally for lunch or dinner, and then just go back to her house. This is such a a, a unique world to me. And also, I used to live in the Southern Central Valley, which is weirdly considered Central Valley. So I had a season pass then too. So I would just go visit. It would take three hours to go visit my sister, and like twenty minutes to go to Disneyland. So if I'm going to visit my sister, I might as well fucking go to Disneyland. Mm. Yeah. I. You didn't go to Disneyland at all. Is Disneyland open? Right now, I don't think so. Only Disneyland, like Asia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, their country is in order. <laughs> yeah, they know how to do shit. Yeah. So um, I, I never really thought of, like, I was like, even as a kid, I was like, I've seen Disneyland. I don't think, like, I, I love the Indiana Jones ride, but I don't think I need to come back. Motherfucker, they have a little Star Wars section. That is what I said until they created Star Wars uh, part in the park when I was like, I want to ride the Millennium Falcon, and I'm going to be the pilot. And I will. And how the fuck can you not watch Space Mountain? I'm so angry with you that you were just like discounting Disneyland because whatever, whatever, you nine year old. Well, I went there, and I would always get Star Wars shit, even when Star Wars Land wasn't even there. Like I got a fucking Yoda backpack. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. I don't know. Disneyland wasn't like too big, uh, such a big thing. For well, it's anyone. a big thing now. It's a big thing now. Well, now it's not a big thing for anyone because it's closed. Well, yeah. So but... when when the world is open again, I'll go to Disney, yeah. or I'll just fly to Asia just so I could go to their Disneyland. Let's fucking fly to Asia because they're they want to accept us though. We'll have to quarantine <laughs> for like two weeks, but I'm like, yeah, like, I'm living there. Home, I'll stay there for two weeks, and then I'll explore their country. I'll, yeah, like, I'll, I'll be good. I'm down for that shit. Yeah. I work online anyway, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. But, 
So, sorry, what was the question? How was your week? <laughs> I think and it was Halloween, the side rail. 2012. Uh, was your week okay? My week was okay. It was just... Um, all right, so it was very uneventful. And then the, the 2012 recording of two days ago happened mm. where we lost the whole show. Pretty bummed about that. I'm so sorry. It's... It's, but it was a That was the universe taking care of us, and like no one needs to hear this, you guys. <laughs> um, so that happened. I did the recording last night, the the reading last night. Yeah. Really um, oh, really also, um, the the best thing about my week uh, is that Boba Fett is alive because he's in Mandalorian. Uh, yes, yeah, spoiler, <laughs> bitches! If you don't have Mandalorian on Disney Plus, that's your fault because we watched that shit immediately. Yeah, and I was gonna be like, I'm not gonna spoil this for anyone. I was like, I'll give people till the weekend, but this is probably gonna up on Monday. Maybe so. No, if you didn't watch it at midnight drop or 8 a.m. the next morning, then that's your fault. Like, we we immediately got on this shit, and I thought it was amazing. What were I your thoughts on it, yeah. sir? I was very happy. Your uh, favorite is Boba Fett, right? It's Han and Boba. Han and Boba, okay. Han and Boba, so. Okay. Uh, I was very happy. Uh, okay. It's everything that I dreamed it would be. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't know if we're going to get more. Boba Fett, like it could be he Later. sees that, because like there's a possibility that he sees that Mando, a true Mandalorian, Dinjarin, has his armor, and he was just like, I'm good, because he's been on Tatooine for a long time. And okay, he made a move for his armor. So that's the thing for me. I was just like, oh, they're going back to Tatooine already, because they went to Tatooine last sem- semester, last season. <laughs> last season. <laughs> yeah, last semester when uh, Mulan died. Yes. Yeah. And so I was very like, okay, we just went to Tatooine. You already teased Boba and you're going to open it with this? Like, I want a little more teasing. Like, edge me out, Disney, but whatever. I mean, this could be the tease where they're like, here's Boba. And then we have to wait. We don't know. No, but see, like, now we have to wait another fucking 10 episodes for it to get to finally Boba. And I'm like, you know what? You should have made this a mid thing. You should, you know, like, I want to see other universe. Other things in the universe. That's the thing, like, I love about The Mandalorian and also, like, what was it, Solo? Mm. It's not Jedi related because Jedi, you know, I love Jedi, but at the same time, I'm like, that's not the whole fucking population. Yeah. I want more of the gritty, like, Star Wars universe. This is a post apocalyptic universe Mm -hmm. after, like, this huge freaking entity colonized all the planets right and i don't need like space wizards right now i want to see the rest of the world the universe so that's why i like mando so much because it's just like give me something that is not jedi based and also like written in bullshit mm-hmm. yeah i was like i don't want to see the, i don't want to see these space priests yeah and so like i uh you know last last season was amazing because it did have the callbacks it did have fan service but it also showed me new things but also one of my critiques was it was it was very short Mm -hmm. like the episodes were very fucking short and then for this to be an hour long Uh for the and and season one was only what 10 10 episodes eight ten it was not enough it was like five hours long this fucking season was two out two movies long and i was like no i need more that's why for like season uh, season two, episode one, one hour is like good. But I'm like I'm preparing myself already to like hop onto Disney Plus, and then next week it's like thirty seven minutes. 
I'm telling I've, myself that. I'm so hoping if it's more than I'm, that. I'm happy. I'm hoping is at least like a 42 minute thing, so it becomes like network standard. Mm-hmm. 42, 44 minutes, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I was happy with this one. They show. I was a little bit like, oh, this could have been like a mid season thing. Because then we, I mean, we already just went to Tatooine, mm-hmm. you know. We went to the cantina. We did all those things. You already teased Boba Fett's feet, even though that may or may not have been Boba Fett's feet. That might have been the marshal played by a uh, Tim. Tim okay, no, 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 no. Because the marshal did not have the bottom half of the armor. Yeah, he didn't have the. Uh, and he didn't are, have the cape. What are those things that called the the clanking cowboys? The spurs. The spurs. Yeah, he didn't have spurs. So. Yeah. No, and that's he didn't have the long ass cape. So, I was like, "That's probably Boba because that's more deserty than what's his name with the mining town." Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. So I was like, "Okay, cool." So then, how is the rest of the thing gonna run? Because I think one of my two of my favorite episodes from last season was um, the blue people, and I say blue because that's all they wore. That's the color that they wore, but they were like the Blue people. Do you remember it was um like the tribes people that he stayed a month with? Oh, but this was... where he uh, fell in love with that lady. Yeah, but it was only a twenty minute episode. Fuck you, Disney, for that. That was awful. How are you gonna expend explain a twenty twenty minute thing where he stayed a month there? But whatever. So that was one of that because I was like, oh, these are different people we haven't met in the Star Wars universe. And then the other one was when. The one with Bill Burr on there. Oh yeah, um, that like with the like the not Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and also I just fucking love Bill Burr. Bill Burr's great. <laughs> and also the Twyla was um, that's the Twyla, right? She was um from the Wizard franchise that we shall not name anymore, but she was Tonks. I don't know. And I love that actress, but anyways. Your thoughts? Yeah, um, my favorite episodes last season, like I'm, it was when he uh, went to, uh, he dropped off baby uh, the child, and he was like, you know what, I'm gonna go get him, and then uh, he, uh, and then all those Mandos showed up to save him. Oh, that was my my thing. Yeah, and I think that's the first time we saw like a- everyone. Yeah, I, I like I the community. Really I like the community of. Yeah, I got really emotional in that. I was just like, they they were fighting like 10 minutes ago. But because it's like, it's a community thing, I was like, they're doing what they're supposed to because they're, 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 they're a family, you know, they're a community and they went to save them. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. And then the finale. Yeah, the finale is really good. I'm I'm still really mad that Quill and IG-11 is dead. Oh, no, I got pissed at IG-11. I'm like, you can't kill off Taika. Yeah. That's not in his contract. Yeah, and they killed uh, <laughs> fucking the fucking the Quill. Yeah, which also, like, is that for sure, for sure? Yeah, he dead. He's super dead. God damn it. He was such a cool character. Yeah. All right. But. Um, I just liked yeah, him with his, like, very boundary. He was drawing boundaries everywhere. He was like, I've spoken. I have spoken. <laughs> I was like, "Good for you, man." Yeah, but aww. Like, so um, very excited for this season. Um, but they're saying like more than Boba Fett is gonna show up. Who? Uh, Who else is gonna show up? 
like Ahsoka Tano. Um, oh, Ahsoka? From Clone Wars. Clone Wars, yeah. So she's yeah. going to show up. Um, I'm excited for her. I was Sabine. like, she should be Catherine. Sabine, okay. like the the female Mando from Rebels? Yeah. Yeah, so she's going to show up, and then they're saying there's going to be a few more surprises. So they're probably like, all right, we're going to give you Boba, and you're going you're gonna to think we peaked, but there's more surprises for you. Yeah. Guys. I'm really excited at so- the Ahsoka crossover, and also, like, I just want to see more Mandos. Like, I don't <laughs> believe that all of them are done from last month. Yeah, I, I refuse to believe that they're all done. Yeah. But anyways, welcome to the spoiler part. Yeah, welcome yeah, to again. Um, Cusack to the future, where we spoil everything but these goddamn Cusack movies. Because exactly. we're drinking, we don't want to talk about 2012. We'll talk about Star. I'm, all right, so there's this rumor that uh, Donald Glover's coming back to do a Lando show, and it's going to take place in the future and the past. So it's like Billy D and Lando or Donald. <laughs> I want that to be true so much. Billy D was. In that last movie, I don't know, man. I was like, just let the man rest. Better let him rest. And also, this movie was a cluster. Someone tell him to turn down the charm sometimes because he was just He came on to his daughter. I was was not happy with that. Where are you from? (laughs) You're like, I don't know. I understand that is just. (laughs) I understand that is just yourself and your voice and your universe. But Jesus Christ, that's your daughter. Yeah, you don't know that yet. We know that's his daughter. We know. We know. We know Disney. Don't make this weird. <laughs> but um, I want that to be true. Um, we still got the Obi Wan show coming. Okay. WandaVision is coming. Uh, WandaVision, I'm excited for. Captain Mar. Oh, Winter Soldier and Falcon is happening. That one, I'm. Okay. I, you know, I'm not a big Cap fan. I, I I wasn't a Cap fan originally, but then more I've watched Cap. But yeah. Kind of Mark like Abrigo, my wonderful roommate, is a Cap fan, and I am Team Tony. I, I'm Team I, Tony, too. I'm Team Stark. And I, you know, like, I've been watching these movies for the past, what, like, 10 years of our lives. And I will say that I didn't realize I had any sides in this this franchise until Tony almost died, and I physically yelled in the theater, Don't take Tony away from me! So how did you, like, all right, I'm... I'm pretty sure I was there, but I was too. Uh, you know, I like emotional. said it silently, but I was so angry. Like you saw me physically lift yeah. off my seat, though. Yeah. You saw that, and you're like, "You okay?" And I was like, Mm-mm. "They gonna kill Tony Stark? I'm gonna fucking raise these hands right now. I'm gonna kill somebody." How did you and feel when they finally did it? Because I was, I was, I was devastated, hurt. but I knew that it had to be him. Yeah. I was like, Robert Downey Jr. is getting too expensive for Disney. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it had to be him because he's the only, like, he started the franchise. He had to end it in in his own little way, you know? Because if it was Cap, I don't think I would have cared, honestly. And I didn't, I appreciate that actor whichever Chris he was. Yes. I, 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 you know, and like living with Mark, who is a Cap fan, he is like Team Cap all the time. Like I've watched the Cap movies with him, mm-hmm. and I still think Winter Soldier or no Civil War, no Winter Soldier, Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier should have been an Avengers movie. I, think I still Civil, think no, that. Civil War should have been an Avengers movie. Is it Civil the War, 
Now, Captain, Civil War is Captain the America one where, Civil War? Yeah, Civil War is the one where they fight and then yeah, uh, no, that Spider-Man been shows been, up. Yeah, that should have yeah. been an Avengers movie. That, like, that should have been an Avengers. That yeah. should have been Avengers. And I was I was just like, no, 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 no. I, that's the one. I haven't seen some, uh Winter Soldier. Uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, I think, is my favorite like non Avengers Marvel movie. Okay, I, I should watch that eventually. I mean, we have all the fucking yeah. movies here. Especially but... if you tell Mark, I'll, I'm sure he'll. Oh like, no! I told him at some point, like when I when I am settled with like what's happening in my life. Yeah. <sighs> I will sit down and watch all eighteen movies. Fuck. Fuck. What noise? <laughs> I don't know if I need to watch the Thor ones again, but whatever. Other than Ragnarok, Thor doesn't exist to me. Oh, but mm. yeah, anyway, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. No, I thoroughly thought Civil War should have been an Avengers movie. Yeah. And I am still very much Tony Stark. Yeah. He is my man's. Yeah. You're a Tony Stark boy too, right? I, yeah, I'm, man, a, right? I'm, a, I'm a Tony Tony guy. Yeah, so like Mark's a cap soldier. He's a, he's a cap man, and it's just always about like that. So I'll watch it whenever he rewatches stuff. I'll just kind of jump in and be like, oh yeah, I remember this. And uh, oh yeah, he's a cap man. I don't know. Like I did not. I did not like Cap for a while. I don't know why. But then, I, like, maybe he's it's because... grown on me. I think like. I think I like the actor. I love the actor. Chris Evans. Can we talk about Chris Evans for a while? Yes, we can. Chris Evans and his excellent eyebrow acting. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime you watch his scenes, he's eyebrow acting. Okay. That's how whoever is his makeup person, like props to you because those eyebrows are on fleek every goddamn time. Every time. But I am also like when he does the laugh and he leans back. Mm-hmm. Like he continues to lean back. I love that about him. Also, his fucking, his fucking shoulders. That dude is built like an upside down. Yeah, triangle. no. And like, again, like we grew up with Chris, or we, I grew up with Chris being a like leading man in like these cheesy ass rom-coms. And you know how we feel about rom-coms, right? Mm-hmm. We fucking love them. But I was like, oh, he going to be leading man. And then like, you know, the first two, I was okay. Civil War came out. And I was like, all right. Sure. That was Avengers. Yeah, that was an Avengers movie. Then I have to say, like, okay, for him to wield Mjolnir? 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 <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> the Norwegian-ass sounding, I can't pronounce that European name because I'm Asian type of hammer. I was like, I guess. I mean, we all knew it was going to happen, and then when it happened in the theaters, we all erupted with, like, cheer, but I was like, yeah, I know. But, like, Evans himself, like, I'm like, I appreciate you, man. That's great. I I understand what you're doing. I'm interested in what he's going to do next. Mm -hmm. The way that I'm interested in how Robert Downey Jr. and what he's going to do next, even though I was so excited for, what was it, Doolittle? Really? But I didn't watch it because everyone was like, no. Well, you were excited for it? Yeah, because there was that. Okay. So I'm an emotional bitch. I'm super emotional. Every time I watch the finale, like the finale, like season two of Young Justice, I cry every time. Okay. No, no, no. But that one part where he looks at the gorilla and he says, it's okay. I fucking cried at the trailer. Huh. And I was like, is this going to be one of those movies? 
And then it got panned and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it anyways when it comes out eventually on like some streaming service. And I know it's going to get panned, but whatever. Should watch it. I will watch it for that one with scene because that was a fucking emotional scene. I was watching and I was like, okay, cool. He's little, little blah, blah, blah. And then they're both on the deck of the ship and he's like trying to like comfort this gorilla that is having a panic attack. And I was like, dad. I'm the gorilla. <laughs> right? I was like, brother, tell you, Junior, tell me to relax. Did you like him as Sherlock Holmes? I can't get it. I love Sherlock Holmes. I love him, but I can't get into that movie quite yet. Huh. I've tried to watch it multiple times. Uh-huh. But I can't get into it. I'm not sure why. I think Robert Downey Jr. with an English accent inherently creeps me out. Hmm. I don't know why. Interesting. Right? But I'm fine with Johnny Depp having an English accent. (laughs) But Robert Downey Jr., I don't know. You're not English, motherfucker. I don't know why. I don't know, man. Yeah. But should we finally talk about 2012? Do we have to? Uh, is there anything else we need to talk about before 2012? What do you want to talk about? We talked about your week. My my uh, very boring week where I just collected Count Chocula. Yes. Yeah, and I fucking was ass deep in bibliographies. Yes. What else? Uh, we talked about Boba Fett coming back. We've talked about Mandalorian. We've talked about the MCU. Um, is this literally... Oh, I guess we have, have to talk about it. All right. Have we like, John Cusack? We love you, but this movie, no. Yeah, um, I have. I have to say, and again, listeners, this movie is two hours, thirty-seven minutes, and like what, sixteen seconds long? Too long. Two hours too long. Um, and John and I kind of created this thing that if any movie is two hours long. We're going oh, yeah. to just fucking drink the fuck yeah. out of ourselves. We created a drinking game. Should we pull out that, uh, that conversation again? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. I forgot about that. So, listeners, if you haven't listened to, um, if you haven't listened, if you haven't watched um, 2012, we've created a drinking game. Yeah. But which before may we, or may uh, not uh, kill you. Yeah. But before we do that, um, we have this thing kind of revealing what behind what works behind the curtains of uh, stuff here at Cusack to the Future. We have this thing uh, where we say codes where like sexy Cusack. Oh for god example. damn it! We uh, we said that to our guests when when they would come on, but anytime someone would say sexy Cusack, that just means bathroom break. Usually people would just edit that shit out, but no, not hear us at not hear us at not <laughs> us here at Cusack to the Future. Yeah. So. You're going to do it? I'm going to do a sexy Q-sack bathroom. Well, that sounds weird. I'm just going to take a bathroom break. Here's Grace talking about random things until I get back. (laughs) All right, listeners. It's just you and me in this intimate podcast time. And I have to say, 2012 was a weird movie for me to watch. It's an apocalyptic movie if you're unfamiliar with it. Again, it is two hours and three. 37 minutes plus whatever seconds it is, right? And again, I am one of those people of like cut the fat out. Like we don't need the extra trimmings of bullshit. If this was just about John Cusack 
and his family and his family consists of his divorced wife, his two kids, which is one little girl and one little boy who are fucking adorable, and then the wife's new boyfriend. If it was just about them escaping the natural disaster of the earth exploding on itself? That's not what it was. Um, the earth the earth's tectonic plates were shifting. So that created fissures in the land, that created parts of California slipping into the ocean, that created Hawaii becoming an all um encompassing volcano because it is a live volcano now. Why wouldn't be why wouldn't it be in post-apocalyptic time? Um things that were uh Glacial became more glacial because of the Arctic, whatever, whatever. Like, apparently, like, the Arctic became, like, South America because of the sh- the shifting plates of the Earth. And so, I'm fine with that. I was fine if we just centered on that. But no, they had to bring in politics, the uh, weird, messed up, like government of the US the weird interesting parts of like oh the politics of like non-american countries and also the queen of england cuz she's just rich and queen in title and it was just i was like i don't care about all that shit have you talked about the daddy stuff no i just <laughs> <laughs> i was only talking about like this if i was i would have been okay if it was just about John Cusack and his broken ass family. Mm-hmm. But no, they had to bring everyone else into this little mix. And again, I had to wait 12 fucking minutes to see my first glimpse of Cusack. And what is his first thing? It is him oversleeping his appointment to pick up his children from his divorced wife in his limousine. Yeah, because any movie that John Cusack is in with Amanda Peet, he's, he's a legally obligated to play a limo driver. He's a limo driver. And I was so, like, okay, cool. <laughs> I think... But the thing about that... like The thing about that is that he is, quote-unquote, considered a failed writer. Uh, because he is a published writer. But he only has 480 books out in circulation. And I'm like, motherfucker, me, myself, as a writer... My friends, I have a specific gr- friend group that are all published writers. I was like, if you get one book published in the world, you are an accomplished fucking author. And for them to just fucking drag him, I was very pissed about that. I was like, he got 480 more books than you did, you motherfucker. <laughs> so, and then again, like, I don't know. There was like a weird little connection with him. But. I didn't need all the politics. I didn't need that. Because the movie doesn't go into politics. It barely goes into it. It kind of talks about the rich being able to buy their way onto these, like, ships that would save them. So, like, the poor people and the people of color obviously don't make it onto the ship, right? Yeah. (sighs) And that's the problem with this movie. It touches on so many different things, but it doesn't go into any of those things with any substance. No, it doesn't. It just keeps so no, no, because it because it keeps showing me oh a crack in the earth that is an inch away from 
swallowing the family. Yeah. But never does because Cusack knows how to drive well. That's my problem with the movie is just like it takes you out of like the sense of like re- like this. You you don't believe it's real. Fuck and no. like it, it doesn't like make you buy in because of all the ridiculous things happening, the terrible no. CG, no. but also the circumstances of their journey where they're like, we're here because of this lucky thing. Yeah. And then we're there because of this. And then like halfway through, you're like, where? The- how are you here? Now, remember, John Cusack's main ride is a fucking stretched limo. And somehow he and his family and his family's, like, weird, awkward-ass extra boyfriend doesn't get swallowed by the earth. But everything else does. And that's also another problem I had with it. was, like, every time he was on the road, there was no L.A. traffic. There was no one on the streets. And I was like, L.A. is not this empty. Fuck you. Shut I was there a few weeks ago, and it was just, and I was like, none of During these people a should pen. be out on the, yeah, I was like, people are supposed to be home right now, and it's still taking me 30 minutes to get to places. Right. So it's like, like, every time I visit my sister, I'm just like, I'm going to fucking scratch my eyes out, because the traffic is so bad. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. This shit doesn't happen in 2012 with, like, all of a sudden, no one has this shit. But then also, I was like, the technology of 2012 confused me. They have all this technology to build fucking noah's ark multiple times Mm -hmm. in technology whatever whatever but he still doesn't have a smartphone yeah and i was like nope that's not real (laughs) this is not sci-fi sci-fi is is sci-fi to the worst degree in in which it tries to root itself in realism but anyways listeners if you're gonna try and if you haven't watched it yet and want to watch it for some god reason after this podcast, we have created a drinking game for you. Yeah. So do this um, if you are not too hungover after Halloween. So, and if you're of age, please be of yes. age. Be above of age. And Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say drink reasonably, but like no way with this movie. No, there's just no way you start drinking immediately. All right. You got the rules pulled up. Where are they? Oh, yeah. So our first thing is, oh, John says to me, oh, my God, this movie is two hours and 37 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, unless there's hobbits and some fucking like gray to white wizard wandering around the plains of Australia if or New Zealand. That, space wizards or some dude who's collecting infinity gems, some dude with a logo on his chest and a cape. Too long. Anything over two hours, we're like, mm, cut it out. So if uh, a rule, uh, if there is a two movie that we're watching that's over two hours long, we should uh, host, uh, have a drinking game. Yes. So I think you – so I was airing my grievances, and then I said, we should have watched together, which one day we will figure out how to do that, so. and made a drinking game. And then John – um is it me yeah do, 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 do. the russian where is it <laughs> october 29th at 6 52 p.m mine doesn't show time <laughs> <laughs> wow we're gonna have to we should drink for every two hours long uh i'm pretty sure we're gonna have to, oh what the fuck where am i okay no where where it was oh every time the russian dad makes a joke drink Right. 
Um, and then you have another one after that. Every time the earth misses killing them by an inch, drink. Every time a dad tries to make up with his kid, drink. And this is literally every male character in the movie has some type of daddy issues. Either calls their father or is the father who's calling their children to either talk to them for the first time in decades. Yeah. Or to ask for forgiveness. And I'm like, I don't know. What is up with this director and daddy issues? But calm the fuck down. Because this is from the same director who did um, Day Before, Day After Tomorrow. And there's also daddy issues in that movie too, right? Yeah. Like fucking, yeah. yeah. Fucking Jake Gyllenhaal. And, uh, the only thing about it I remember about Day After Tomorrow is when they burned the law books and somehow that kept them, that kept them alive from the, the... What is it? The... the polar vortex sucking out all the air in the library when they burned that doesn't sound real <laughs> when they burned the library the law books that yes. one and then also the other scene of is it pullman no it's, who the fuck is that guy but they're like going across america on skis and then he falls through i think is maybe the Mall of America in Minnesota and has to cut himself free to save the kid. And I'm like, this movie is just daddy issues upon daddy issues. And so is 2012. Again, take a shot every time a father tries to make up with his child. Every time John yells, take a sip. Yep. Every time you check how much time you have left till the movie is over, take two shots. Yo, I kept checking. I was like, how is this still a fucking hour and a half long? Every time someone mispronounces an Asian pronoun, drink. Because apparently, China is the only place that has the technology to create these arcs in, what, a two and a half year span? Mm -hmm. They still can't pronounce shit because apparently, like, they don't know how to say things with vowels, but know how to say everything with fucking consonants. God. And then, what was it? Every time you looked at your phone, drink, I will tell you that the first hour of this movie, I was on Animal Crossing's um, pocket camp. Because I was so bored. Yeah, I was uh, uh, very engaged in an eBay bidding war. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you looked at your phone, drink, every time you walked away from the movie and didn't pause it, I straight up made lunch yeah watching this film i just went to the garage at one point just to look around <sighs> i had nothing to do in the garage i was just like what's what's in here i'm never here like i did i just i didn't care every time you say huh i didn't know they were in this movie drink yo there is so many goddamn people in here where i was just like oh okay i was cool. like oh that asian guy from the dark knights in this movie yeah like, his whole thing in The Dark Knight, he was just like, I'm really good with numbers, and also I'm Asian. You're like, okay. <laughs> after okay. that, after that, I said, Jesus, or, or Jeebus, I'm sorry, I don't. Jeebus. Jeebus, our livers would be shot. We'd be dead in 30 minutes. Oh, um, yeah, and then I said, at least we would have died fighting. Yeah. Ugh. I think what we need to do is... When we see uh, on the on the horizon uh, a two-hour movie is coming, we should watch it 
and then we'll post the rules to the drinking game oh, for that I particular think we movie. Should. Oh, that that'd would be, be fun. One. That would be good. I do have to say one of my last rules was when someone dies an unearned emotional death. I have never watched a movie that kept introducing new characters that you were supposed to care about after an hour. Yeah. Like, and there are so many characters introduced as like, oh, here's their emotional connection, here's how they die, now cry for them. And I was like, I don't care. So Unless I, John himself dies. I ain't crying over this goddamn movie. But even John in this movie, when he, like, there was a scene at the end where, like, there was a hose that stopped the Ark from closing one of its doors because okay. it's an indestructible hose. And okay. the gears are not strong enough to destroy the hose. But, but they could crush enough. a man. It could crush a man, and it's strong enough two to men. protect. Yeah, two men. Uh, and it's strong enough to uh, prevent the end of the world. But it can't destroy a hose from uh, uh, China, we're guessing. Um, yeah. I was so angry at the physics and the, the what is the engineering of this world? Because I was like, okay, they created, what, like eight arcs in a span of two and a half years. China was the only place that would do it because apparently they were trying to say something about Chinese forced labor, right? Yeah. Because I think this, what, came out 2009? When was that Olympics that was in... Oh, the one in China. China, right? Where they were just like, we built an Olympic stadium in like three months. Yeah. So I think that's that time too. So they're, they're trying to say something about Asian, specifically China, having like some type of forced, quote unquote, slave labor. Yeah. And how none of those laborers were allowed onto the arcs that they built for so many years. Except the Asian guy from the Dark Knight who was good with numbers. So he snuck his family, his he Buddhist his brother family in and his grandparents in. Through the grates of like the zoo. Because you can't have a fucking like arc without one or two of each animal. Right? So I was like, okay, I get it. Biblical, whatever, whatever. But also, I was just like, no, 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 no. You don't get to say shit about Chinese labor force and then not say shit about anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, it tried to make itself smart and it wasn't. Right? So I was just like, no, you don't get to say that about it. You don't get to say anything about, like, how the. Um, what else did I write? You don't get to say anything else about how the elite, the rich of the rich of the rich, who literally had to buy a seat at 1 billion euros each and still didn't get on. Yeah. Because the fucking politicians were like, close the gates. And... And they still didn't say anything about that because then you feel guilty about these people who spent five billion euros to save themselves, their spoiled ass child, and their fucking dog. And at this point, audience, I know what you're thinking. John, Grace, why are you guys so angry? Is it because you're drunk that you're just... No, we're drunk because of this movie and we have to talk about it for a second time. Um, There's a scene... (laughs) That Grace love that, that that revolves around said dog that she just mentioned. Would you like to take so, a picture? No, I will. I will. So there's this <laughs> Russian family who are extremely, extremely, extremely rich because I don't know why the fuck they're extremely rich, but they're billionaires, right? Not billionaires, the billionaires. Because again, a seat on these arcs, which were in, 
in uh, introduced as original, originally introduced as spaceships. But you, the twist in the movie is that oh, it's not intergalactic travel; it's fucking big ass Titanic boats like Noah's Ark, right? So, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this guy, Russian businessman, built himself up from being a poor ass boxer, whatever, whatever. It's him, his two twins, who are shitty kids. They're not good children. They are completely mean. They're spoiled brats. And then his trophy wife, plastic girlfriend, who, number one, openly admits that she had plastic surgery to become who she was because her rich-ass husband was like, I want to make you look agreeable. Right? So, like, she's like, I have these tits and ass because my husband, my husband, not even her husband, her sugar daddy, Russian sugar daddy, paid for it to make her look prettier. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's that. The connection to this rich Russian family is that, number one, Cusack is their limo driver. And number two, Cusack's ex-girlfriend's boyfriend is the trophy wife plastic girlfriend's plastic surgeon. So they all know each other. They all know each other. And then they have this dog. Right? So whatever, whatever, they get through the whole movie and again, rich-ass Russian whatever double-crosses them, leaves the Cusack family because they're poor as fuck, uh, and then leaves his girlfriend because he's a, she's apparently having a an affair with the uh, pilot. Pilot, like the family has a personal pilot, so she's been having an affair with him. Yeah, I don't know how often they fly around, but it might he might just be like a all perp like a like an Alfred to the Wayne family where he okay. could do everything. Okay, okay, okay. So she was having an affair with him. So whatever. Yeah, she was having an affair with Russian Alfred. Russian Alfred dies in a fiery wreck in an airplane, which again, it's that unearned sympathetic death. You think yeah. he's gonna live and then they fucking just kill him at the end. Whatever. So the three of them, him and his two twin boys, get their way to the ark. Okay, so Cusack and his band of whatever the fuck they are, again, his girlfriend, their two children, a boy and a girl, and the girl, or his ex-wife's boyfriend, and then Russian plastic Barbie doll, find their way to this Buddhist monk and his two grandparents, convince them to take them along to wherever they're going because the Buddhist monk's brother is an engineer on these arcs and created a secret passageway for him to take care of his Buddhist monk and his aging grandparents. He created some type of like sewerway? Yeah. So underwater? I don't know what the fuck it was. Anyway, so it was basically like an apartment underneath the zoo of the the animals that they airlifted from all over the world to create the Noah's Ark again. They are all climbing their way into this ark 
because you can't go through the normal way because they're sneaking their way in, yeah. right? So they are climbing their way and they're getting into the door that he created that is underneath the zoo. And somehow the rich people are stranded because the military and the politicians are like, close the door because we got like 10 minutes before whatever happens, right? So we can't let those people who built, who paid a billion euros per seat onto the door or onto the ship. So again, they're climbing. And again, this is a treacherous ass climb. Right. And there's like, what, nine people trying to get into this very narrow ass yeah. door. Two senior citizens, two small children. Um, the, the guy wasn't hurt yet at that point. Right. No. OK, so it's just. Uh, Two the children, end- two senior citizens, and a, uh, a small gaggle of adults. Yeah, a small gaggle. They make their way in. And, of course, Barbie, Do- Barbie doll trophy girlfriend is the last and the trailing one. Yeah. Somehow, in amongst the thousands of billionaires screaming that they paid for their spot onto the ship, here's not the dog. But the child yelling sees the dog being held by the child yelling, whistles to where the dog can hear her, Yeah, bites his way out of this death grip of a child, <laughs> moseys his way through thousands of angry rich people trying to get onto this thing, parkours his ass onto the various blockades to the chain that is anchoring the ship to whatever launch bay they have. So this thing has to tightrope on the chain to get to the plastic Barbie girlfriend. All the meantime, everything is closing around them. So she has seconds Second, before she is crushed, crushed by these giant bay doors, grabs the dog, runs through this very, very tiny secret door, and then her ex-boyfriend sugar daddy sees the dog, not, not the dog, I'm sorry, sees her grab the dog off the giant-ass train, Outrun the closing bay doors into this very small pocket door that is maybe the sewers of the the fucking zoo and yells at her. So she sees him, goes into the door, and the last things that he sees from her is her flipping him off. And I'm like, this is not possible. The physics of this world, the engineering of this world, the sound of this world fuck all of you because grace we've been to san diego comic-con together and there were points when we were in like a wave of humans and we were standing next to each other and i would just say grace i want to go to aisle 300 and you'd just be like huh we were were three people yeah right next three people and there's three people between us yeah. And I couldn't understand like which fucking artist aisle he wanted to go down. Yeah. So for her to hear, <laughs> see, and understand everything that's going around, science so fiction. 
I was so angry. I was, so, I was just like, I kept texting John. How much more of <laughs> this movie do I have? I like, at some point, I was like, can I just stop? Yeah. I was halfway through the movie. And I was like, can I just stop? Because I do not care. I yeah. do not care, listeners, at this point. I do not care what happens to anybody in this film. So I think we don't care. We've expressed <sighs> that. If anything, if you take one thing from this episode, is that you should do the drinking game that we've mentioned. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Uh, enjoy. Uh, but I think we're done talking about this movie. Oh, unless there's no, anything no, 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 no. wanted to say. There's one last thing. What was that? So they are, what, like a month after of course like everyone gets saved oh, on the man, I don't want to... <laughs> no, 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 no. everyone gets saved on these arcs including the Chinese slave laborers who like were not allowed on the ark at first but then were allowed on because what's his name made this impassioned speech about humanity and no one gives a shit because literally they have 10 seconds to live Yeah, but whatever a month later everyone's still on this fucking cruise boat and the thing that they say is like oh we have discovered land that survived the bullshit of the world saying now nah, fuck all humans we're gonna reset ourselves fuck all of you right the earth is literally saying fuck humans but there's one place that was untouched. Yes. The, the Earth says fuck humans. We made everything melt so the dolphins become the next intelligent Species, race. Yeah. You're next up, dolphins. Yeah, because the bears fucked it up before us. The apes, that's us, is fucking it up worse than the bears, and now the dolphins are next. But anyways, so there's one place, one place on the entire fucking earth that wasn't either engulfed in volcano or swallowed by sea and that is africa and then the white people decide yes let's go there and make it home so they fucking colonize africa after yeah. it has been raised by earth and seen deemed yeah. fit there as the only goddamn the land everything was moved Africa was literally risen, and then the white people was like, "Untouched, you say?" I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. And I hate it so much. That there was, oh my god! I guess we're talking about this. So at no, the we, end, mm-hmm. like, John Cusack and Amanda Peet's character oh. get back together, and then they're all talking. No, 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 no. They get back together after her boyfriend is oh, yeah. crushed no, by the her same. Husband. Her husband. husband is a husband. Yeah. Her new husband is crushed by the gears that could not figure out how to get rid of a rubber hose. Yeah, so he dies. He mourns <sighs> for like five minutes where she's just like, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> go get him. I gotta go get him. And then John's like, no, you don't. And she's like, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> and then they say they are a love use to each other. And I was like, no, 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 no. You didn't say that. Yeah. So, um... He goes up. He goes up to her, and it conjures up the imagery of uh, Rob from High Fidelity. Yeah, I was really pissed about that. Laura, where he hugs her from behind. Her. Yeah, and I was just like, "All right, Jack Black's about to sing." And then, <laughs> and then instead, you just hear her say, "Where have you been all my life?" And he just replies, "At the gift shop." And I was like, "No." Maybe. None of this makes sense because how the fuck are they not staying in the same goddamn cabin? Yeah. 
None of them. Yeah, because like, there's plenty of space in a ship that's over capacity already. There's so much goddamn space. And then also, this is literally what I texted John. And the size part of it are the last lines in this fucking movie. Literally. No more pull-ups. Yeah. Nice. That is the last lines of this goddamn post-apocalypse. The Earth is completely fucked over except for the continent of Africa, which has risen out of the bullshit of the world. And the last lines are, and I quote, No more pull-ups. Nice. I hate this movie. Listen. And with, yeah. And with that, I, we're, we're burying 2012. Uh, that's it for 2012, guys. Uh, we spent too long talking about it. Way too long. We didn't uh, even get to what was our fit. Like, I didn't even get what your favorite Christmas movie was. I didn't even get what our favorite Halloween movies were. We were so engulfed in the bullshit of 2012. Even yeah. though we are living in the bullshit of 2020. And this movie still got me riled up. I don't, I don't understand this, John. Yeah. This is so the second time that we're talking about this movie, and I'm, yeah. I'm angry. That's why I'm just like, we should finish this, <laughs> just so there's no chance that we have to talk about it again. I don't... Uh, you spill your wine? I, like, spilled everything in my life. I dropped my phone, I dropped my headphones, I bumped into the mic. Like, oh, no. <sighs> Whatever, I'm going to go celebrate my Halloween in the most Sam Hain, Salwan way possible. Yes. So, sorry, listeners, listeners for this episode. (laughs) Sorry, listeners, for this episode. We promise to do better next week. What's, What's next? Oh, shit. What are we watching next week? Man, I wish... We were able to, like, I don't even know, man. I just wish that we were able to see more of John Cusack in this film rather than everyone else. Again, I would have been. Part of me wishes we, like, I'm glad we didn't because it would have been more bad scenes and we would have been like. Do you honestly think his bad scenes were in this movie or it was other people's bad scenes? It was other people's bad scenes, but then we would have been like, what are you, what are they making you say, John? Why are you in the gift shop? Why are no more pull-ups nice? You know, we would have gotten more shitty lines like that. And I was like, no. No, but we got yelling John Cusack a lot. Yeah. We got, is he a good runner? No, he was no, not that's a good why runner. We, that's why we went on the last episode of like cinema running. Where yeah. he specifically talked about like as much as like as weird as Tom Cruise is, he's the best He's one of the best runner. Runner. You know, and then that Cusack us... is not. Cusack he's, was he's not a not. good runner. He's not a, a, a good runner. Um, no, it's not good. I'm sorry. That's why we Ooh. went on that tangent of like Pierce Brosnan not being a good runner. Yeah, and then we right. talked about Daniel Craig. Yeah. That is in the other drunk episode. The first time we tried to yeah. record this episode and the gods were like, this is too messy. You all need to stop. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Hmm. Next week, we will be looking at Utopia episode two and again if you haven't listened to our utopia 
episode one, we fucking loved it. Oh, cool. We're on Utopia too. Yeah, we loved Ooh. episode one so well. We didn't talk about it too much because, again, John Cusack wasn't in it, so we just talked about other things. But Utopia episode two, I'm super excited for. Me too. I love this. So I'm going to bury this episode and let's, like, yeah. if you've made it this far, I'm sorry. If you need a reminder of how fun this podcast can be, listen to the last episode, which is... <laughs> it's fun with Broadway. us being drunk. You stop being that way. I I know. But still, look forward to next week, guys. We're going to be talking about Utopia 2. Oh, my God. I'm gonna Episode put, 2. I'm for, so excited. Let's I'm so excited out. because I'm going to title Episode 2 for Utopia. You, two, opia. I hate you. Ah, cool. So excited. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Also, hey. wait, 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 wait. Before we go, what? one really important thing. Michelangelo in The Last Ronin is the last surviving <gasps> Bye, guys. Oh, my God.